tonight on the Worldview Report. What's behind the sudden turn of events as the deep state gets ready to roll Joe Biden? The IDF has discovered a top secret Hamas underground data center. Where? Beneath the headquarters of the United Nations Agency for Palestinian Refugees there in Gaza. Under a new bill being considered in Congress, the simple act of going to a shooting range with friends or family could make you a felon. And we'll take a deep dive into the real agenda behind the global movement toward net zero carbon emissions. All these stories and more as the Worldview Report begins right now. This is Worldview Report with host Brandon House. Whether it is news from the nation's capital or your state capital, from the classroom to the boardroom, from national security to national and local news that impacts you and your family, Worldview Report is your trusted source for vital and uncensored news. And now, here is Brandon House. Good evening and welcome to the Worldview Report. You know the deep state is turning against Joe Biden when one of its most shameless shills, Hillary Rodham Clinton, admits he's washed up. Clinton continuously defended Biden at every turn over the last three years, but now suddenly she's changing her tune. Take a listen to what she said. X factor in all of this, the thing that we keep seeing in poll after poll after poll is concern about. Biden's age, mm -hmm. full stop. Mm -hmm. What should he do on this? Does he, is it, is a matter of sort of like uh, underscoring his boundless energy mm -hmm. or, or should he embrace his, you know, eight decades on earth and the, and the great wisdom he's gained through all of this? I, I, I mean, do you have, the above, all yeah. the above. I mean, I, you know, I talk to people in the White House all the time yeah. and, you know, they know it's an issue, but as I like to say, look, it's a legitimate issue. It's a legitimate issue for Trump, who's only three years younger, right? So. It's an issue. Once you say that, then you have to also talk about what's at stake in the election. And I'm for Joe Biden for re-election on the merits because I think he's done a really good job. Isn't it amazing how the Democrats are able to move their party in unison whenever they want? They're able to turn on a dime and everyone, well, they dutifully follow the leader. Here we have Hillary Clinton speaking out of both sides of her mouth and trying to sound diplomatic about it. She admits Joe Biden has cognitive deficiencies, but then assures us she's still for Joe Biden and his reelection until she isn't. Apparently, this woman has no shame. As soon as Biden's replacement is, well, at the top of the 2024 ticket, you can count on the fact that Hillary will not shed any tears for old Joe. The fact that Hillary is even being called into the studios and asked questions well, it shows that the memo has gone out to the corporate mainstream media. It's no longer taboo to attack Biden on his age and his mental capacity. In fact, it's encouraged. ABC News conducted a survey, the results of which were promoted as a top story over the weekend on Yahoo News, announcing that Americans are overwhelmingly of the belief that Biden is too old and mentally unfit for the job. This, of course, has been true since the day that Biden stepped into the office of the presidency. All but the most stupid Americans knew that Biden was never in charge of anything. Most of the time, he doesn't even know where he is. The corporate media, they were hush-hush about this until now. The New York Times ran three articles this weekend alone, this weekend alone, that questions Biden's cognitive abilities related to his age. 
Meet the Press made Biden's mental deficiencies their top story on Sunday morning. And for the first time in its three-year existence, the Biden administration has been forced to play defense against an unfriendly press, something President Trump was confronted with on a daily basis for all four years of his term. So move over, Sleepy Joe. Your time is apparently up. And while that's not a bad thing, Americans, well, they should be questioning why major media companies all run in lockstep with the Clintons, the Obamas, and the rest of the deep state actors. The deep state that placed Biden in office is now the same deep state that's going to replace him at the top of the Democratic ticket. The new selection will have fewer wrinkles and be less prone to making embarrassing gaffes, unless, of course, it's Kamala. But this much we can count on. They will be every bit as sold out and committed to the deep state as is Joe Biden. That much we can guarantee. The Israeli Defense Force has discovered a top-secret Hamas underground data center beneath the headquarters of the United Nations Agency for Palestinian Refugees, also known as UNRWA. This is in Gaza. According to the Times of Israel, quote, the subterranean data center, complete with an electrical room, industrial battery power banks, and living quarters for Hamas terrorists operating the computer servers, was built precisely under the location where Israel would not consider looking initially, let alone target in an airstrike. Watch this. Israeli forces have discovered a network of tunnels that run partly under the main UN agency in Gaza, calling it new evidence of Hamas exploitation of what is known as UNRWA, the UN relief group that aids Palestinians. Israeli army engineers took reporters from foreign news outlets through the passages during what is a time of crisis for UNRWA. UN staff were among the perpetrators of the October 7 massacre. Israel last month alleged that some of the agency's staff doubled as Hamas operatives, which led several donor countries to freeze their funding to the agency. UNRWA has launched an internal investigation into Israel's claims. CNN cut to an abrupt commercial break Thursday evening after network host Wolf Blitzer appeared to be physically distressed during an interview on his nightly show, The Situation Room. Network producers cut away from the 75-year-old as he spoke to Democrat Representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland. He was speaking about the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to take up the case of former President Donald Trump and those attempting to deny him 2024 ballot access. Initially, it appeared as though Blitzer had to labor for a breath. The promo was cut short as CNN's Paula Reed quickly took the reins of the show. Watch Blitzer during this interview. Trump's uh, able lawyer uh, basically making the point that, um, <clears throat> well, Trump might be disqualified from holding office, but he's not disqualified from running for office. And if he were removed from the ballot in Colorado, as the Colorado Supreme Court found he should be, Congress might act in the meantime to exercise our two-thirds authority to remove the disability from Donald Trump. Now, that's obviously an extravagant hypothetical because we know there's not a two-thirds majority in Congress to remove his insurrectionist disability. But nonetheless, it's a fair legal point, and I do think the conservatives are congregating around it. If you do want to base this decision on hypotheticals, however, hypothetically, um, the state legislature could still... We're here to get your side of the story. Affairs. 
I'm Paula Reed in Washington. Wolf had to step away. He'll be back. But there's other news we're following here in the Situation Room. Far-right media personality Tucker Carlson. Blitzer took to the social media platform X hours later to tell his followers that he was okay, but he did not explain what had happened or why he was forced to leave the set. Quote, I'm fine. Thanks for the well wishes, end quote. That's what he posted. And then he added, quote, I'll see you back in the Situation Room soon, end quote. CNN has not released a statement about the awkward moment or indicated whether Blitzer is dealing with any sort of serious medical issue. WABC-TV reported that two thieves robbed a woman in broad daylight in an upscale New York neighborhood on Sunday. Onlookers stood by and did nothing as the thieves slammed the 24-year-old woman against the door of an apartment building. The building's doorman told WABC that he heard a thump when the attackers threw the woman against the glass. The doorman recalled, quote, when I looked up, our eyes kind of met, and all she said was, help, end quote. Watch this. A doorman in Manhattan being called a hero this evening for breaking up a violent robbery. He didn't hesitate, jumped in to help when he saw two people attacking a woman right outside his Upper East Side building. Eyewitness News reporter Sonia Rincon live at the scene with more. Sonia. Yes, Sandra, residents of this building are calling their doorman a hero and praising him for his quick intervention in a brazen, violent robbery in the middle of the afternoon Sunday here on 75th and Madison. Thanks to that doorman, the victim was unharmed. She still has her purse. However, the two thieves were able to snatch her phone. But because there are cameras everywhere, now the NYPD knows exactly what they look like. I did what I could, and I wish I could have done more, but it just happened so fast that I couldn't. It happened in a matter of seconds. A pair of thieves chasing a young woman and pinning her up against the glass of an apartment building lobby, right in front of the doorman at his post. All I heard is like a thump, like, a, like, a, like she hit the glass with her, with her face, and when I looked up, our eyes kind of met, and... Uh, all she said, help. The doorman, who asked to remain anonymous, can be seen on surveillance video running to answer that cry for help, seeing the young woman assaulted, but not realizing that her phone was what they were after. He says the attacker who had pinned the victim yelled, she stole my phone. So I stay. Have you ever just wanted to grab a couple of friends and go target shooting at your local range? Or maybe one of your friends has a backyard range and you like to go out there and have some fun. Just innocent recreational activity but you know what that could make you a felon if a bill introduced by a massachusetts senator passes and gets signed into law by joe biden the preventing private paramilitary act of 2024 could be used to ban well just about any gun-related activity so warns bill talon a cody wyoming firearms instructor talon told the cowboy state daily quote it would shut down even any three individuals going to the gun range to practice with firearms, end quote. The bill, U.S. Senate File 3589, was introduced last month by Senator Edward Markey, of course, a Democrat from Massachusetts. The bill's stated intent is to curb or prevent the formation and activities of armed extremist groups. Numerous loosely organized groups calling themselves militias well, they began to spring up around the country in the 1980s and the 1990s. And some, well, they remain active today. But by strict definition, 
a militia is, quote, maintained and raised by the state and must answer to the governor, end quote. So said Talon. So impromptu groups do not qualify as actual militias. Wyoming, well, they already have a law in the books that prohibits unauthorized paramilitary groups. That's what he said. Although nobody has apparently ever been prosecuted under the bill. The Wyoming law dates back to the 19th century and the Johnson County Cattle Wars. That's what Talon said. It was in response to some of the belligerent parties bringing in groups of hired guns in hopes of tipping the conflict in their favor. But unlike Wyoming's law, Markey's bill is vague and wide open to abuse. That's what he said. For example, it would prohibit any group to, quote, publicly patrol, drill, or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury or death, end quote. Talon said, quote, that could apply to pressing the trigger on any firearm ever invented, end quote. Beyond the implications of broadly applied criminal law, the bill could open gun owners up to civil lawsuits, Talon said. It would allow people to take civil actions against those they consider to be armed extremists. Quote, if anybody observes you doing anything that they could construe as a violation of this act, they could file a civil action against you, end quote. That's what he said. Then he added, quote, if you have a shotgun in the gun rack of your truck, they could file a civil suit against you. And no matter how that turned out, it could still end up costing you thousands of dollars, end quote. Well, this is clearly a backdoor attempt at wiping away Americans' Second Amendment rights. McDonald's CEO Chris Kamzinskis has promised more affordable menu items after backlash on social media caught his attention amid the outrage over inflation. Watch this report from WJXT. That's an NBC affiliate in Brunswick, Georgia. The world's largest restaurant chain is promising more affordable menu items after the social media backlash over McDonald's fast food prices got attention from its CEO. Amid the outrage over inflation, McDonald's is going to start focusing on affordability. So we traveled around town to compare fast food prices at some of the most popular chains. $16, $16 for a burger, a large fry, and a drink. It's, it's just crazy. The online viral outrage over McDonald's fast food prices have not gone unnoticed by the company's CEO. McDonald's, we got to talk. I just went and got a meal that I normally get for three bucks. And tonight it was seven. A location in Connecticut was criticized after a customer was charged $17.59 for a Big Mac combo and $7.29 for an Egg McMuffin. The burger chain reporting weaker than expected sales at its U.S. stores earlier this week. McDonald's CEO Chris Kimzinski addressed the chain's affordability problem head on, announcing the chain will cut prices on some menu items in the future. According to the Consumer Price Index for 2023, the price for food at home went up 1.3%. But look what happened during the same time period. The price of food away from home jumped 5%. Of course, the double whammy faced by people who eat food at these restaurants is that the food served, well, it's not only expensive and getting more so all the time, it's horrible for you. Offering mostly empty calories filled with sugars, unhealthy seed oils, flavor enhancers, and processed fillers. Representative Chris Smith, Republican of New Jersey, held a press conference on Capitol Hill last week 
to let the American people know that the World Health Organization's proposed pandemic treaty represents what he believes to be, quote, the greatest single threat to the sovereignty of our constitutional republic yet, end quote. So reports the New American. The problem with the treaty that he and others described include its potential impact on individual freedoms, the individual freedoms of U.S. citizens, the fact that it would have made no difference to the outcome of the COVID-19 pandemic had it been in effect then, and that the term shall is used 175 times in the treaty makes all aspects of it mandatory and not voluntary. This translates into a power grab by the World Health Organization, which is really the United Nations. It's a power grab, the likes of which has never been seen. The following issues were identified in a press release from the congressman's office. Lack of transparency. Smith warned of backroom negotiations. WHO overreach and infringement on U.S. sovereignty. Unknown financial obligations for U.S. taxpayers threats to intellectual property rights and free speech, funding for abortion, and how the treaty will benefit China at the expense of the United States. There is no provision in this treaty that, had it been in effect in 2019, would have in any way made a substantive difference in preventing the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. The word shall, well, it appears over 175 times in the document. In legal terminology, shall means mandatory. It is a command. This is anything but a voluntary agreement. The treaty would force nations to provide for their citizens all health care services the WHO deems, quote, essential, end quote. It considers abortions an essential service, even though many states do not allow abortions. As Smith explained, this could easily include gender mutilation surgeries if the WHO decided it was an essential health service. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us again. And thank you for joining us night after night. Remember, we're available at 7 p.m. Central Time each and every night at worldviewtube.com. We're also now broadcasting at patriot.tv. The official launch of patriot.tv does not come until about February 26, but we are doing some limited programming there right now. But we're always at worldviewtube.com at 7 p.m. Central, and then Brandon House Live at 7.30 Central. Brandon House Live, that is. And if you miss any of the programs or want to share them with the friends you have, they're available for you on demand at worldviewtube.com, worldviewtube.com. Thank you again for your support. One of our biggest sponsors is wvwfoundation.com. WVW Foundation exists to help push out free programming for the purposes of news, information, education, and a ministry of the foundation to help people understand the times through the lens of a Christian worldview and know how God would have us to respond to these issues. If you appreciate that and all the free programming that the foundation helps us push out, because again, it's free for you to watch, but not us. We have to pay for all the bandwidth. If you appreciate that, then we appreciate your partnering with wvwfoundation.com, wvwfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail. Thank you. David Bonson, the chief investment officer and founder of wealth management firm, the Bonson Group, 
says the U.S. is experiencing an epidemic of young men choosing not to work. He told Just the News, quote, I think that the decline in labor participation for us began a long time ago. There were circumstances that were severely exacerbated during COVID. But culturally, we have an epidemic of primarily men that are choosing not to work, end quote. Monson manages $4.5 billion in client assets and was previously a managing director at Morgan Stanley. The National Review has called him, quote, the apostle of free and virtuous markets of prosperity and human flourishing, end quote. When it comes to men and young people in general choosing not to work, Monson said he believes this could also be a spiritual crisis, adding, quote, one of the beliefs I have is that this is largely a spiritual epidemic and that there's a cultural crisis that started with the sort of secularizing of the way we think about these things, end quote. Bonson theorizes that this secular way of thinking about work started with the baby boomer generation. He argued that while that generation worked hard, one of the motivations behind that work ethic was to reach a point of retirement and be able to vacation as a reward. He argued that this is not a good way to look at work. He's authored a new book on the attitude of Americans toward work, and it's titled Full-Time, Work and the Meaning of Life. He said that when the country shut down in 2020 due to COVID, people's mental health took a hit, when a lot of people had to stay home and not report for a job. He explained, quote, I think that alienation has led to greater levels of despair. Admittedly, some of these things were already on the rise, like the opioid epidemic in particular. It was certainly something that had been growing significantly in about two decades before, end quote. A top European Union official has spoken out to warn the public that the World Economic Forum is pushing to seize control of carbon dioxide emissions so that unelected globalists and their organizations can, quote, control the people, end quote. The warning was issued by Rob Roos, a Dutch politician and current independent member of the European Parliament, or MEP. As farmer protests rage across Europe, Roos sat down with the high wires Del Bigtree to discuss the climate scam being pushed by globalist elites, all as part of the World Economic Forum's net zero agenda. As Roos notes, the World Economic Forum has no interest in environmental issues and is only pushing the green agenda to seize more power and control in the Western world. He explained that the WEF and their elites, quote, go against family values. They go against natural food. They go against freedom. Because if you have to buy an electric car, they're almost twice as expensive. And people cannot buy that. It's not about the car. It's about you can't go anywhere and must depend on public transportation, end quote. Ruse said the net zero agenda is also about digitizing, stating, quote, what we see is the digital identity and central bank digital currency. This is all about a new form of communism. If you want to control the people, you have to control the CO2 because everything we do in life, breathing, living, traveling, eating, and everything we do in life leads to CO2 emissions, end quote.
Well, now it's time for our nightly worldview report commentary. According to CNN Travel, quote, holiday makers should prepare to change their travel habits now before this change is forced upon them, end quote. CNN reports that, quote, the negative impacts of tourism on the environment have become so severe that some are suggesting drastic changes to our travel habits are inevitable, end quote. The cable news network cites a report from 2023 that analyzed the future of so-called sustainable travel. In that report, tour operator Intrepid Travel proposed that, quote, carbon passports, end quote, will soon become a reality if the tourism industry hopes to survive. So what is a carbon passport? CNN informs us of that as well, writing, quote, the idea of a carbon passport centers on each traveler being assigned a yearly carbon allowance that they cannot exceed. These allowances can then ration travel. The average annual carbon footprint for a person in the U.S. is 16 tons, one of the highest rates in the world. The average global carbon footprint needs to drop to under two tons by 2050, end quote. According to CNN, the report by Intrepid Travel predicts that we will see carbon passports in action by 2040. I believe that's part of what's called a, quote, unlimited hangout, end quote, where they dribble out parts of the truth mixed with lies meant to tamp down any undesired response from the public. In this case, they tell us they're planning to shut down or severely limit air travel for the common man. But then they say it won't happen until 2040, which is 16 years off. So don't worry about it. According to the report, for emission reductions to have any meaningful effect, ticket prices would have to rise by 1.4% each year. That would discourage people from flying. This is the same tactic being used by the globalists to get people out of their cars and get them to eat less meat. They simply conspire to drive up the prices and thus the behavioral actions, well, they'll be changed. They'll be changed in accord with what they want to see happen. Look at the price of vehicles today. Look at the cost of insuring them and compare those costs to just 10 years ago. And when you do, you'll be surprised at the difference. These costs, they have far, far exceeded the overall rate of inflation. And so you need to ask why. They're now telling us that their plan is to do the same thing with airline tickets. In fact, CNN reports that some European countries are already beginning to take measures to reduce air travel, writing, quote, as of April 1st, 2023, passengers on short haul flights and older aircraft in Belgium have been subject to increased taxes to encourage alternative forms of travel, end quote. Get ready to use your bike. Well, that does it for this edition of the Worldview Report. We thank you, as always, for watching and for supporting this viewer-supported broadcast. You can do that a few ways. One is by going to melissahousebg.com. melissahousebg.com. Here it is, my elixir. I take this twice a day. I just rip off the top, and I drink it. And it has three powerful ingredients. Collagen, and not just any collagen, top drawer collagen. You can find out more at the website, melissahousebg.com. It also has astroxanthin, which crosses the blood-brain barrier. And when it does that, it actually gets into your system. You know, you absorb it versus just flushing right through you. So you got collagen, 
you got astroxanthin, and then you got cat's claw, which is a powerful anti-inflammatory. Don't have time tonight to tell you about all the benefits I have received, much less my wife. She's the one that brought it to us because of the results she received. You'll find all of the testimonials about our use in videos there at melissahousebg.com. Just go to melissahousebg.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you'll find some videos. You'll also find a link on that page that includes nearly 80 clinical trials on this product. So check it out. By the way, the retention rate of those of you that have subscribed to get the box at your door every month like we do, the retention rate is well over 80%, which I think right there speaks volumes, don't you? MelissaHouseBG.com. We think it's a great way to support your health and support what we're doing at the same time. Another way is through a brand new sponsor, SuperfoodsHouse.com. Spell house, H-O-W-S-E. That's how they track it so our organization gets credit. SuperfoodsHouse.com, again, is the website. SuperfoodsHouse, spell house again, H-O-W-S-E. That's so that it can be tracked and we get credit for our organization. Now, SuperfoodsHouse.com is offering up drinks. These are vegetable drinks, for instance. And these are real vegetables. They're pulled out of the ground from organic farmers. No pesticides, no glyphosate, folks. Organic vegetables. They're juiced, they're dried put into a powder and put into a bag. You receive it, you scoop it out, put it in some fresh, clean and healthy water, stir it and you're getting the same nutrients according to studies that you would from consuming the vegetables. But it's organic and it's so easy to take. Now you're talking about carrots and, and berries and all kinds of different vegetables that are in this powder form to just add to a uh, a glass of water, stir it, and drink it. Very healthy, organic. I want you to check it out. The website is very exhaustive. Lots of information on the website. My wife is now on the 30-day plan. You don't have to do the 30-day plan. You can, but you can also just order the individual uh, vegetable packs that you want, the uh, uh, drinks that you want to mix and make, all right? All the details are there. This has also received a great response from our audience since we've launched it. Uh, again, the website, superfoodshouse.com. All right, check it out. And then, of course, don't forget, www.foundation.com. Till next time at Brandon House, may God save America. Take care. <laughs>